Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fine, fun episode of Borderline Texas Trash, baby. And I'm your host with the most, Uncle Boo, man. So come on in, grab a seat, sit down. Let's talk. See how your week's been going. I hope it's been going good. My week has been flying by. And I'm glad it's Friday. Aren't you glad it's Friday? I know I sure am. I hope everybody out there is having a great Friday. Hope this is a little too loud. I'm working out my tweaks right now. But yeah, this is your good old friend, Uncle Pooh, baby. Coming down funky like a monkey. The most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. It's your friend, my friend, Uncle Boo, baby. Mm-mm. We're going to get funky like a monkey up in here. Some ton up greens, baby. Mm. I'm coming in on a white lighting, baby. Riding a civil saddle. Mm. Well, I hope everybody's, uh, like I said, been doing good this week and great. It's been going good for me. Uh, Jackson just started his basketball practice today for basketball season. So he's being pretty active with that in Colorado. <clears throat> and that's about it on my end, just work and kids and just busy doing podcast stuff for my fans out there. Um, and I, and I, on that too, my numbers keep growing, guys. My download, download numbers keep getting up. My subscribers keep going up. And I just want to say thank you very, very much. Just keep uh, passing the word on, man, to Uncle Boo. Tell him, Borderline Texas Trash, man. Well, I am ready for a good show. I've got some great stuff for you to do. And I know it's Christmas, but on my ghost stories, I'm doing some creepy ghost uh, legends and stories and stuff. So I thought I might do some of that during December. And of course, you know, we got stupid news today. <sighs> Excuse me. Uncle Dickie drops by. And then we got some... Uh, uh, God dang, I went blank. I've been going blank a lot after I hit my head. No, I'm just kidding. No, we got some stupid news. Uncle Dickie's going to stop by. And of course, like always, we got like the 10 best things of December. I always got to kick off the th- kick off the month with what, uh, with what is the best uh, kind of stuff to do here. And of course, we got... Uh, I'm going to answer some emails and shit today, so it should be a pretty good long show. I hope I don't bore you too much, but uh, I guess if you're ready, we'll uh, dive into it, my friends. Well, where did my page go? Damn it. Okay. Here we go, baby, with some stupid news of the day. Number one. A severed foot belonging to a man in uh, the witness protection program uh, uh, ended up on uh, some uh, some little uh, place on the beach there in Mexico. But yeah, it was uh, in a cove or something, but it washed up on shore. And when they uh, finally matched the DNA on it, yeah, it was a guy that came missing that was under witness protection. Yeah, well, you wasn't uh, protecting him enough, was he there, jackass? Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they screwed that up, didn't they? Well, this guy got busted. 
hauling drugs for the guys he sent to prison and then and then of course they found him and killed his ass so but here's another here's a better pleasant story uh, an australian family uh got in their car one day and was like hey man planned a picnic that morning threw everything in a basket and <laughs> went out and did their pick uh found a place uh, got out of the car, left the windows crack because it was kind of hot, so left them open some. Well, they were having fun doing their family picnic to get back in the car, and there's a goddamn python wrapped around the fucking uh, rearview uh, mirror just sitting there. <laughs> it wasn't huge, but it was a good, I'd say, four or five footer. Yeah, it was a pretty good size one. You know, I mean, most pythons are huge, but this one was still young, but it, was still, scared, it still scared the shit out of them. The uh, rescue unit, animal unit, had to come out and get him out of there. But yeah, so remember that when you leave your windows cracked in the summertime, whether you live in Texas, North Carolina, Canada, California, Wyoming, right in the middle of America and Oklahoma, never sit there with your windows cracked that far. I understand you need some... uh, breeze going through there because it does get hot during the summertime but you know you can do it enough where you get just, just to keep your finger in there nothing huge i'm just saying but if you want to walk in to see a snake on your review mirror leave them fucking wide open i don't care and then we have in new hampshire in new hampshire there's uh some uh bucks that are breaking into buildings and the cop the cops put a mass bulletin out on their Twitter about it just to get some kicks, but it's actually for real though. What's going on is uh, these uh, deer are getting in sometimes when people uh, are closing up or doing something and they leave it open for a little bit. They get in well, they don't know. Well, then they lock up the place and they get in and then they can't get out because they get startled by something. You know how deer are when they get fucking scared. They're f- just ah just they go in flight mode you know fight or flight they go in flight and they tear shit up to get the hell out of there out of there well in a school some front doors got opened uh uh busted out uh from the inside not from the inside there was you know a deer came through it they got it on camera i believe and there was an antler left behind and then there was i can't remember there's like two other buildings it's just happened to, but it's just, it's the big joke in New Hampshire now. They got the uh, deer burglars or whatever they're calling them. They're having fun with it, but I mean, really, what are you going to do? <laughs> and then in number four, a trash can from Myrtle Beach, uh, Carolina, showed up on the uh, shores of uh, Ireland. It probably got washed out to sea or something when they had a hurricane or something coming there or some real bad tornadoes come in there and toss it out there. Yeah, but it ended up on their uh, shoreline. And fucking Ireland. Ain't that crazy? That's just crazy. But that's crazy how, man, you can... the Their ocean can just take something somewhere, you know. It gets caught in that... I guess there's a main drift or current or something in the ocean you know and it can take you anywhere if you hit it they say so yeah remember on finding nemo and a number five in san diego 
a trash can, uh, traffic comes to a stop when people are getting out of their cars and picking up money on the street. Well, what happened was <coughs> a uh, armored car or yeah, armored vehicle, I guess, uh, was on the highway and didn't pay attention and, uh, the doors came wide fucking open and there's just money flying everywhere. There's people taking pictures and they're just got handfuls of money. They're just picking up, we, you know, well, the guy gets pulled over and called the cops or whatever. And they got the area cleaned up and all that. And what money they could get back, they did. But the cops said, thank goodness, it was ones and twenties. And they're trying to put the scare out on everybody going, Return the money. Nothing would happen to you. Just return the money. All the money that came out of there is is uh, numbered, and we got the serial numbers on it, and we'll find out if it... What the fuck ever? You ain't gonna know where I spent that or broke that 20 or spent that one. Dumbass. I mean, come on. I would keep it if I found fucking money on a road like that. I'm sorry. I can only be a good guy so much. Jeez. Well, that covers our stupid news for today. And don't forget, our stupid news is brought to us by Security Finance here in Mineral Wells, Texas in the Brazos Shopping Mall. Baby, go in and say, uh, go in and see Carrie. Say, uh, Uncle Boo sent, sent you from Borderline Texas Trash. Or you can use my real name, Stephen Booth, but do not tell everybody. Anyways. <laughs> that was our stupid news, and like I said, go by there for your uh, tax needs or your loan needs, too. So, All right, with that being said, we're probably going to do my Uncle Dickie uh, part at the end of our, um, at the end of the uh, uh, episode today, so, mm, excuse me. Now, you know, since I said... I'm going to do some scary Christmas stories. Well, we're going to start out now. It should be pretty fun. Hope you don't get too scared. Okay. Now, if I butcher these names, uh, I'm sorry, because some of these stories are from around the world. Okay, our first one we're going to start out with is Bruschetta. That Celtic goddess is a hardcore... as a hardcore Santa Claus, and not in a fun way. She came in the uh, Alpine, Alpine regions around the Middle Ages as sort of a uh, tradi- uh, traditions of uh, policy. She made sure culture, cultural taboos did not get tabooed, during the 12 days of Christmas, and especially on the 12th night. <coughs> because she, like a college student, and charms everything in the last minute. She would roam the frozen countryside and sneak into people's homes if the children and servants of the house had behaved and worked hard all year she might give them a small silver coin, hiding it in a shoe or a pail. But if they were on the uh, naughty list, Perchetta 
would slit their bellies open, remove all of their guts, and stuff their body with straw and pebbles. Wow, what a fucking harsh punishment for just being fucking mean or not acting right. I mean, that's kind of harsh. Don't you say there, pal? Um, to get this uh, treatment, you do not have to do much. Girls who don't spun all of their flax or wool that year would become Christmas straw dolls. Or even if someone ate something on their day of uh, fast other than traditional foods or fish or curl. So you know everyone was up for grabs. Dang, man. You had to walk a tight line, man. This bitch is mean. I'm glad she don't come to my house. I'll beat her per shit the ass. Okay. This one is called... I just... Oh, no, I did it right. This one is called... The Santa Claus Homicide Detective. Oh, okay. When, uh... Okay. When he wasn't committing crimes such as breaking and entering, the French version of Santa Claus, St. Nicholas, was out solving crimes. So, not only did this motherfucker play like Santa Claus, but he would uh, actually break in and break in and entering people's houses and steal shit. Wow. And he would solve crimes. What the fuck? This guy does good for the community, but he does bad for the community. He's like, I, I, I got to do both. I can't pick one. Anyways, he's, uh, he was, sympathy was uh, murdered, was a murderer. And if he was in a particular good mood, he'd bring them back to life in a disappointing old non-zombie-like fashion. One such story begins with three children who got lost in the woods because, you know, terrible things like this happen when children venture off into the woods. <laughs> they uh, stumbled upon a butcher's house and asked for help. He invites them inside, fattens them up, and then sends them to bed. Then he gets the worst host year, of, year award. He gets the worst host of the year award by chopping them up into little pieces and then sticking them in a barrel of salt for for the petits sale, a salty pork dish. Wow. Okay, so he made fucking basically uh, pork skins, but uh, he made them from human skin. Mm. Seven years later, St. Nicholas decided to go for a walk in the middle of nowhere and also knocks on the same butcher's door. When he's inside, he asks for uh, petit sales. The butcher gets him something fresh. St. Nicholas gives him a look and says, Why did you give me this meat you uh, peppered seven years ago, you homicidal maniac? Okay, that part was uh, made up. He didn't really say that. Then he sticks his finger in the uh, right barrel and the three kids 
magically spring back to life in some version of the story. The butcher becomes St. Nicholas's assistant, Pierre Fauturi, whatever. I guess murder three kids for meat is a good good one uh, on a resume. That's a creepy story how St. Nick and this sick-ass guy are friends, and he's his helper. So what does that tell you about Santa Claus, guys? He's a sicko, man. Oh, shit. I didn't finish. Sorry, I got to get something. Okay. The next story I have for you, and I never thought this was a... I never heard anything bad about the Nutcracker. Of course, I've never really sat and, <coughs> like, read, read the Nutcracker either, so... I really don't know how this motherfucker is. That was just my daughter being crazy. All right, this one is about the Nutcracker. And like I said, I didn't know there was a creepy story to the Nutcracker. But here we go. We all heard of this story. Some of these more cultured than themselves might have gone out and seen the uh, ballot. Cute as the dance may be, the story rather is horrifying. It starts with a young girl named Mary. She receives a nutcracker for Christmas, which her brother breaks trying to crack a particularly large nut. She patches the doll up with some ribbon from her dress until her clockmaker, good father, can properly fix it up. That night... While everyone was asleep, Mariah sneaks back downstairs to be with the Nutcracker, but as the clock strikes midnight, things go from mildly creep to a doll. Then at midnight, things go from mildly creepy, go from mildly to a creepy doll obsession to full-blown horror movie. Rats pile into their house from seemingly nowhere led by the seven-headed mouse king. Let me repeat that. Seven-headed mouse king. Seven heads. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Maria finds herself magically struck to a a mouse size, but luckily for her, all the other dolls spring to life and start battling the rats. They're... They're led by none other than the Nutcracker. It doesn't go too well for the dolls until Mariah takes off her slipper and chunks it at the uh, Mouse King, distracting him long enough for the Nutcracker to kill him. (coughs) Mariah passes out, and when she wakes up, normal size, the room is a mess, and there are seven tiny crowns shattered around her years later mariah professes her love for the nutcracker and that night finds herself doll-sized again this time it's permanent and she spends the rest of her days living with the nutcracker wow see i didn't know that that's pretty creepy yeah that's a pretty good old story there about the old nutcracker I didn't know, uh, I didn't know he was quite like that. Crazy guy, I tell ya. Well, of course, 
like I always do about this time, guys. I, mm, I uh, go over uh, like whatever the holiday or whatever the uh, time is. I go over the best things to do for that month. So since this is December, this is my ten best things about December. I put Christmas like a dumbass. That's why I stopped when I was reading it. Instead of December, I put Christmas. And that really screwed everything up. But anyways, as I get back to the story. Oops, sorry about that. Me and my big old fingers. Here are. Okay, 10 best things about December. Number 10, a lot of places start getting snow. Some places already have. I live here in Texas. We only get snow every once every 20 years. So, uh, Number 9, hot chocolate, a hot cocoa, or whatever you prefer, a coffee. Number 8, putting up the Christmas tree in the outside lights. <coughs> number 7, good old Fire pits are good right now. Snuggling around a fire at night with some cocoa. Ah, so nice. Soups. You know, chili, potato soup, uh, chicken and dumplings, uh, chicken and noodle soup. I mean, all sorts of different stuff. Soups is a good good thing for this time of year. Uh, family get-togethers, because it's Christmas, and not everybody can get together on the day of Christmas. So a lot of families get together before and stuff, So which, which is cool, because you still get to see your relatives. And number four is the presents. <laughs> uh, number three, beginning to build a snowman. And number two, the New Year's right around the corner, and the best thing about December... Is the Christmas. Yeah. Oh. Well. I hope y'all like that part of the story. Well I guess I am going to. Get ready and we'll uh. Answer some emails. Alright. Our first one. What are your plans for Christmas? Well, normally what I do on Christmas Eve, <coughs> I get off work, if I have to work. Some days, I, it just depends on when Christmas falls. But, usually get off work, or if I don't work on Christmas Eve, I just chill out all day. And then we go to uh, the kid's aunt. I go to uh, the kid's aunt's. We go there to Patty's house that night for Christmas Eve dinner and opens up the presents. And then on Christmas Day, we get up, do our thing here, and then we uh, go to my sister's and usually have a good old dinner. And then we go back to Patty's again and finish up eating some more and opening some more presents and more family time. And that's usually uh, how it goes there, baby. All right, number two. Are you looking forward to the new year? Well, you know, I actually am because I'm, I'm excited. I was excited when I got past the first year of doing this. But we're 
Already on eight, episode 83, guys. 80 motherfucking three, man. I think I'm doing good. I think it's awesome. And I just can't wait for the new year to see how much more I grow and this show keeps just keeps taking off like it is. I mean, I ain't taking off and making like Joe Rogan numbers or nothing, but I think I'm doing pretty damn good for a little small town farthead bar. But yes, I am very, very looking forward to the new year. Uh, number three, are you even going to have to, uh, have a co-host anymore? I might still. I've been kicking the idea around, but it's really hard to find someone you mesh with <laughs> and someone you can trust to because I don't want to just have anybody co-hosting me because that's someone I want to trust and can jive with too. So, I, I mean, if I can find the right person, yeah, but until then, it's just me you're stuck with, you rat bastards. Okay, number four, are you going to do any uh, bonus episodes? I've been thinking about that, doing some bonus episodes, like doing a, well, watch it, doing a watch along, me and Ashley watch something and do a podcast while we're doing it, um, or just getting on here, me and Ashley are just me, just finding one topic and going over it or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing something like that. I'm just not for sure what to do to make it a special bonus episode. So with that in mind, though, uh, I'll keep that in mind, though, and uh, try to do some bonus stuff for you guys. Okay, number four. Are you disappointed about the Longhorns? It's here. I'm not disappointed because... I didn't come into this season with high hopes because we had a new coach and shit just didn't go right for us and all that. But <laughs> I think that uh, we're on a good road. People might laugh and go, oh, y'all suck. Wow, we have one bad year because the year before that was 8-3. and three. Our shit's been going up and down like a roller coaster. But I think we are finally got the coach with Sarkeesian. So I believe we're going to do pretty good. And I just want to say, Oklahoma will not be dominating the Big 12 or anything for a while. We'll talk about that when I wrap that shit up. <laughs> but that's it for the emails. Uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm not disappointed. I'm kind of happy looking up because there's some kids that are committed that are coming to Texas that sent a mass tweet out to the Longhorn fans saying, Patient guy, patience, guys, we're coming. Patience, we're coming. And I'm like, yes, there's one of them that have an actual podcast. <laughs> and he's been getting other guys on there to try to recruit them to help. So that's fucking even great, too. So I just I just love what Sarkeesian's doing. Like I said, it's going to take a while to change the culture and the atmosphere down there. But I think he's the man to do it to bring some swag back to the fucking Austin, back to the back 40. So, with that being said, man, that's all the questions. Um, so yeah, well, like I said, I'm gonna we'll go uh, switch over and see what good old Uncle Dickie's doing. What do you say? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, how's everybody doing today? Is your is your 
It's it's your good old friend, good old Uncle Dicky, right here. We 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 gonna get funky like a monkey up in this motherfucker. Gonna get funky on some ton of greens, baby, all night long. Cause I'm coming in on a silver silver saddle, babies, and I'm gonna ride this lightning all night long, babies. How you doing? This is your good old friend from Boothville, Louisiana. This is Uncle Dicky's corner, man. Mmm. I hope everybody's been having a good old time. Good week. Good week. Everybody's been going back to work, getting back to the hustle and, blood and bustle after the, 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 the Thanksgiving break we had and all that. It was a good old time, man. Everybody uh, got out of here probably about Sunday. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was fun because we always, you know, we always, everybody comes in and we stay down here. They stay down here till till. So Sunday, we always do something like Friday night, and then we do something Saturday. I mean, it's just, we always have fun, man. We just make it like a big old four-day deal. But everybody has fun down here. And it's all good in the hood, if you know what I mean. But yeah, this is good old Uncle Dickie right here for Uncle Dickie's Corner. And, and, and before I get into anything, man, I'm so excited. Number one... LSU went out and finished the the, the year pretty pre, pretty damn good, you know, considering the last two years we've been sucking dick pretty bad, you know. But we got six wins this year. We're going to get to go to a piece of bowl game. But the last game we beat A&M, Texas A&M, and Texas came in favored in that game. But we beat that ass. Anyways, the other good news is we got a new coach. We got the new coach from Notre Dame, babies, and he's going to do some good. You guys knock it off over there. What you doing? You knock it down. You come down over there. Hey, that's just my dog, Booger. He's playing with something over there, something he dragged in from the damn yard. But, yeah, I'm excited. We got the Notre Dame's uh, head coach. He's our coach now. Hope he can turn this motherfucker around because there's a lot of good talent here in Louisiana. That can win him some national championships. So, with that being said, go Tigers, baby. Woo-wee. At least my LSU Tigers did better than my cousin's Longhorns. Them Texas Longhorns sucking dick. They only won four games. No, they won five games. <laughs> but, hey, they're going to be better next year. But, hey, look at Oklahoma. I never liked them motherfuckers anyway. Always thinking they're all fucking high and mighty. Anyways fucking suitors. You get what you deserve, motherfuckers. Because <laughs> I remember the last time, if I remember correctly, the last time LSU messed with Oklahoma, we beat that ass so fucking bad. They uh, went ahead and started next year and put the other quarterback in because their fucking season was gone. <laughs> but it's been good down here in the hood. We've got some bad, I mean, some uh, good weather. It's been in the 80s. It's been lovely. I can't complain about none of it. It's been very, very good to me. Um, hell yeah. Where was I at? Where was I? I just went blank. Oh, anyways, the weather's been fucking excellent, like I said. You know, it's been up in the it's been in the seventies. It's been nice. It's been sunny. We be getting some rain, but it's it's it's, it's all good. No down here, babies. But I figured today, you know, I went out on my own tourage, and 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 I got some uh uh, uh questions all together. My uncle sent me my uncle motherfucker. 
Uncle Boo sent me. Anyways, that Uncle Boo sent me. You know, my cousin Boo. Anyways, he sent me some questions to get together uh, for him. And I said, hell yeah. And uh, hey, I, I picked the ones out. He sends me like 20. And I pick five for every show and spread them out. So, heck, we'll be doing some more questionnaire stuff, if you know what I mean there, you silly gooses. It, 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 uh, it, ooh, I saw I got something stuck in my throat. I was going, uh, uh, uh. But I guess if y'all want to, uh, we get on down with some funky town and we'll look at some, uh, some email questions. Okay, number one, it says, What's your favorite? What's your. What the hell? This ain't what I did. Oh, it is it. Okay, thanks. Okay. I don't guess I ever answered this before. It sounds familiar. But, anyways, it says, What's your favorite Thanksgiving meal? Since we just got done with Thanksgiving. I really love some good old homemade stuffing. I love the homemade stuffing. It's just fucking amazing and the homemade gravy. Mm-mm. Put that together with some turkey gobble gobble, motherfuckers. That's that good stuff right there. Uh, number two is, what's your favorite holiday? Well, my uncle, my, my cousin, uncle, my cousin, Uncle Boo, you know, his is uh, Halloween. I like Christmas. I like this time of year, you know. This is the time when people just need to stop all the bullshit and just be humans and be nice to each other. So, I'd say this time of year is my favorite holiday. Uh, number four, do you do you have a great Christmas uh, get-together every year? Well, we don't do a huge one like we do for Thanksgiving and all that. What we usually do for Christmas, everybody just kind of stays home and around. So we have, like, the family, our immediate family that lives down here with us. But all the other relatives, they do the same. They just stay home with their little nest eggs. Christmas is the only thing that we really all don't get together. People all don't come down to down to my house here in Boothville and get together for like we do for Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, Memorial Day weekend, all that kind of stuff. Christmas, everybody just kind of stays home. So it'll just be me and the kids. And then, uh, of course, Christmas, everybody comes to my house that lives down here, and we all... Eat some uh, good old Cajun food. I mean, we just, we have a big old spread. We don't really have necessarily Christmas food. I mean, we'll have a turkey. We'll have some stuffing, but we'll have seafood there. We'll have some crawfish. We'll have some fish. We have all sorts of stuff, you know what I mean? So, that that's always good. Uh, let's see, what else do we got here? What is a Cajun Christmas? Okay, right here is a good Cajun Christmas right here, guys. Listen up. Cajun Christmas is like, number one, having all your family there. That's that's what always makes the Christmas good. And number two, to have a good Cajun Christmas, babies, you've got to get some tobacco. That's just they that's just how it is. I always give me some I always get some beech nut, you know, when I chew on that. I mean, yeah, that you gotta have that to have a Christmas. And uh, you gotta have your beer. I love having a beer. You know, when I'm just sitting around and chilling out, relaxing. Or some sweet tea. Um, you could put some, uh, let's see, food for the uh, for the Cajun Christmas. We, of course, we'd have a fried turkey. We usually have a wide variety of meats. We have, like, some deer. We'll have some, uh, sometimes, some people bring some uh, squirrel. 
you know, and I think squirrel's pretty good, uh, we have frog legs, we have, uh, pretty much anything you wouldn't think would be on Christmas dinner plates would be there, I mean, we just, Cajun stuff, we'd have, maybe we always make some gumbo, we always make some, uh, uh, etouffee, stuff like that, uh, it's just always a good Christmas when you got that kind of, uh, home food, you know what I mean, because Christmas, we don't usually do the traditional turkey and all that, we do that on the Thanksgiving, I mean, we'll do a turkey, but we don't do all the dressing and stuffing and all that for Christmas, we usually just have a good old Cajun Christmas like that, just stuff like that, have you some good old Zydeco music playing in the background, you know, have you some diggy diggy high and a diggy diggy low right there, babies, but yeah, man, that's always a good occasion Christmas, right, to marry me with, you know, having your dogs around, your good old hunting dogs, so, hell, that's what it means to me, babies. But that's my last question right there. I guess I've rumbled on too long for you cool crats. <coughs> Excuse me. I got my voice hung up right there. But, like I was saying, um, that's about it for the questions there. But, I'm glad I got to hang out with you cool cats today. And I'm glad you cats came around and say hi to Say hi, say say hi to an old man like myself. <laughs> um. Well, with that being said, I guess I will get on out of his, and I'll switch the show back to my cousin Uncle Boo. Now, y'all be good. Now, I just want to say thank you to all the fans that keep listening and keep uh, downloading and giving us thumbs up and uh, five star reviews. You guys are amazing. We love you. We appreciate you, and we will see you cool cats later, man. This has been Uncle Dickie from Uncle Dickie's Corner down here in Boothville, Louisiana, baby, in the plateau. Uh, uh, went blank again. But, anyways, this is Uncle Dickie from Uncle Dickie's Corner, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. Woo! I'm coming in on the silver lightning, baby. But you as we will see you later. This has been Uncle Dickie. Be cool, be square, baby. We'll see you later. Well, I hope you like that from good old Uncle Dickie Dickie Doo, man. Well, I don't think you guys want to go just yet, do you? I got one more little thing I want to show you. I, uh, like I said, I've been doing some interviews with Jackson on his podcast, and I'm helping kind of helping him uh, promote it and push it. So I do have an interview he did last time. We did some wrestlers when they was in last weekend. I mean, last month. And I think we're going to check that out. So that'll be the this will be the last part of the show. And then I'll wrap it up after that and send you a pretty behinds home. But y'all stick around now. Listen to uh, Jackson's interview with these wrestlers. Okay, we are here at the uh, end of AT- APW tonight. And uh, who do we have uh, in front of us? I've seen this gentleman twice. This is my second time tonight. Well, I guess you need to start paying more attention. My name's Christopher Hayden. Um, is there is there any other information that you would like me to give you? I can tell you where I was born. I can tell you who my parents are. I can give you my social security. No, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> just um, like, give us the lowdown because the first time oh, I yeah, seen the, you. Oh, yeah, the lowdown. The lowdown yeah, on just, tonight. The lowdown yeah. on, on me and Jason Bruce coming, well, into, too, uh, coming into a match that we were originally supposed to have uh, last month, but we were both unfortunately injured at the time. Um, so we did that match tonight. Um, 
still kind of reeling a little bit from our injuries and we were healthy enough to go out there. Uh, I think Jason was a little bit worse for wear than me. Um, we go out there and anybody who wasn't here tonight, I'll let you know what happened. The fact of the matter is Jason Bruce didn't stay down like he should have and I beat him all over Mineral Wells. Uh, the only bad thing was, if you weren't here, you missed the, the, the mineral well screw job. When at the very end of the match, I got screwed out of a victory. And I know you saw it. You were sitting I, out there. You saw me grab the rope, so don't try to beat around the bush. I can't I can't lie. He, he did have the rope. Thank you. Thank you. He did so, have the rope. So we all know this is a crock of – I'm not going to say that because this is a – I was told this is family friendly, but you probably know where I was going with it. fact of the matter is, though – this is far from over. Jason Bruce, know, man, that I'm coming for you and I'm going to get my revenge one way or another. This this is far from over. This match, again, is going down, and I can't wait to see you in the ring. That's what I was looking for because I'm like you. I did see you grab it. It was kind of – it was a good match till then. It was like, oh. Yeah, he, he, yeah I got cheated out of it. <coughs> so that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the far end of it. So is this the first time you ever fought Jason, or have y'all fought before? I don't know. This 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 was the first time. It's uh, as I said last month. He was, he's been cr clamoring for a match against me for the longest time. But uh, as I said, he's not on my level, and I think I proved that tonight. Um, considering he got lucky, and that match should have kept going. And had it would have, there would have been a different outcome. I could have guaranteed you that. All right. Well, um, what? Uh, how long have you been wrestling for APW? Uh, for APW, I actually just started uh, this past year um, when they when I came back. Uh, I took uh, I took a break for a while, as I think a lot of people did when you know uh, things went to hell in a handbasket <laughs> on planet Earth. And I <laughs> yeah. came back um, in April. I want to say it was no, I'm sorry, it was May. May, my apologies. Came back in May. Uh, it was my first show with APW, but I, I've been wrestling for. The last 15 years now um Dang. so been around and 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 uh i know a lot of these guys just from other promotions and everything else um but came to apw and i'm, I'm i was happy to be here until tonight oh uh, it it'll get better for you it it seems like a pretty good company i like i like what i like the, what they produce yeah yeah no they, they 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 can produce some good stuff i highly recommend if you haven't been to an apw show um, they're running in Granberry, I think, starting uh, next month, and they run Mineral Wells, uh, Cleveland, and Alvarado. Check uh, check their Facebook for all those dates and uh, locations for where they'll where they'll be and when they'll be there. Um, it's kind of sporadic, so I don't have all the information on hand, but um, it's definitely worth checking out if you're anywhere in you know probably I guess what what are we the 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 far west side of DFW, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> about, an hour, about an hour west of uh, Fort Worth. So it's definitely worth checking out if you're uh, anywhere in the area, if you're within driving distance. And I do uh, report the shows and say who wins and all that too, guys. So if you ever can't make a show and want to at least check it out, check out the podcast or check out their YouTube channel because they got matches on the YouTube channels too. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, just make sure when you announce uh, my match, you put a little asterisk next to Jason Bruce's name because we all know that that win wasn't I'm legit. looking forward to see that again because that was a good close type match. I mean, it could have went either way, but I'd seen that and I was like, man. Yeah, well.
Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. I thank you for having me on. And uh, no problem. Again, buddy. check it out. Check out. Uh, check out this podcast here. You guys are listening to it. Of course, you're going to check it out. And uh, check out some uh, awesome APW action coming up. Do you have a Facebook or anything you'd like to? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Christopher Hayden. That's Christopher with a K. Hayden is H A I D E N. Um, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at khayden1988. So look me up and give me a follow. I'm always uh, down to have more you know, followers because I'm a pretty popular guy. All right. Well, thanks for uh, letting us talk to you, brother. Have a good one. All right, man. Thank you, guys. All right. We are here with uh, Horsepower, and this is the uh, second time I've seen these guys wrestle, and they're, they're both talented. I've seen you wrestle single. And the first time I seen him, he had another partner. So what's the story with uh, that? I'm substituting tonight. Yeah, his uh, partner is Eddie Martinez. So and he wasn't able to make it, so oh, okay. I was able to come in. Hey, you this are. is actually my debut. Hey, you <clears throat> are. I'm Chad Delvine. Yeah. So DFW graduate. Um, I graduated early this year, back in March. Oh, uh, and I've just been wrestling you know, ever since. Oh man. Uh, getting more reps. And, you know, now I'm here at APW, just had a debut, got the tag with Nate, who I've been looking forward to tagging forever. You know, I look up to this dude, you know, I train with him, and, and we, we brought a lot to the table tonight. You know, we didn't get the job done, but. Yeah, but still, it was y'all's <laughs> first time working together, Yeah, it's our too. first time working. And it was pretty good for a first Thank time. You. Yeah. It was real good. You know, we learned a lot, you know, um, and just learning more about ourselves. Yeah. You know, and right now, we just need more reps, you know? Oh, heck yeah. What about you, brother? You know, it's cool. Just yeah, just move that where you need it. Um, I'm grateful, man. I love it here. I love the sport. Um, when my partner had something to do, I immediately knew to go to Chad. You know, he has, like, a great background in collegiate wrestling. And um, we put in the work tonight, man. Y'all do do that. So... <clears throat> That was weird. <laughs> you hear that too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what got y'all into wrestling? What I mean, what was the person or what um, was the program you was watching? It was like, dude, you know, I, I I love this. Yeah, I've been a fan of it since I was a kid, like four or five. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to start doing it right, but I was always too young. So when I got to college, well, high school, I started doing amateur wrestling. Uh, and then I went to state my junior year. Dang. Yeah. That's why, you know, all the shooting stuff I do out there, the yeah. crowd game. Yeah. I, oh, cool. So does that crowd. really, I've never really met anybody <clears throat> that had an amateur background. Yeah. I've only been doing this interview stuff for hmm, yeah. eight months. Right. I've never really met anybody that had the amateur background and did it in college. Right. And then it's level. Does that help out? Absolutely. Yeah. I did a little bit in college. I wasn't competing. I was more serious in high school. You know, um, once I graduated, it just wasn't the same. And I knew I wanted to turn pro. Yeah. So that's why, you know. Oh, okay. I didn't want to do it anymore because I was of age. Yeah. You know, to train to be a pro wrestler. That was the ultimate dream, you know. Yeah. Um, high school wrestling, amateur wrestling just kind of catapult me to right now pro wrestling. That's awesome. You know, so. Plus, this guy's an actor, man. He's I am. Working. I'm a signed actor. Really? I come to your Dallas. Yep. Holy crap. So, that's yeah, pretty blessed, cool, man. Blessed. Yes, yes, definitely. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. I didn't know yeah. that. I'm excited man. to work here, you know. See, I like doing these interviews and stuff because I find out more and more stuff about the people that I just got through watching wrestling, and I'm like, yeah. 
Jesus Christ, I didn't know that. More facts. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. Deal. So it was a no-brainer when it came to picking him to be my partner, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So so what about you? What, when did you? How long have you been going, and what got you started? So the difference for little bro, you know, he was like a collegiate wrestler, so when you graduate there, pro wrestling is next. For me, I was also athletic, but it was more of a basketball type of thing, and just for him, you know, I came of age, and I knew I wanted to do something with it. Found DFW All Pro Academy, and, and the rest is history. It's been four years now. That's awesome, man. So y'all really enjoying it, being on the road and all that? Oh, absolutely. I love the road. <laughs> oh, gosh, I yeah. stay on Do y'all get a chance to travel a lot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just came back from Kansas. God, yeah. hey. So I'm, I'm out there now. Jeez, well, my nephew was following somebody from APW, and they had a match over in the U.K. or something. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, can't remember who he was talking about. That's why I like to ask. What about you? Where all have you been? Man, I haven't been to Colorado. Um, I've been to Louisiana. I got Mississippi next year, and um, pro wrestling in itself is changing. So it's an opportunity for everybody to get to a different state, and you know, um, really get exposed to the AEWs and the WWE. It's a blessing. That's awesome, man. Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, is it? I, I kind of. I'm a big mark when it comes to wrestling and crap. But is it kind of true what they say that the independent scene's starting to really kind of bloom again? Because there's so much talent I mean, like yeah, out talent there right everywhere. now. Yeah. I mean, is it really like yeah, that? Yeah, there's workers everywhere. You know, every, everybody's in the business nowadays. You know, it's getting kind of crowded. Golly. Um, but that's why, you know, you want to be as different as possible. Yeah. And, know. too, I do <laughs> like it that there's more companies and more wrestling out there for people. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not just the WWE anymore. There's, yeah, there's more brands, there's different promotions. It's, it's just like, awesome. Pick what you really like, so yeah, you hit it right on the head, man. It's, it's a it, great time. It reminds me of the 90s, because you have a variety. Back in the 90s, I grew up as a young man coming out of high school, even in the high school. Yeah, I had WCW, WCW yeah. it's yep. had WWE, <clears throat> had ECW. Yep. And then you'd get Smoky Mountain. I mean, you had mm -hmm. such a good variety. You know, and it's getting back to that mm -hmm, again. Because mm -hmm. that's what drove me out of it from watching it for a good two, three years. Because it was the WWE product, and I got tired of the crap they was putting out there. You know? Oh, man, right on the head. So uh, we're happy to be back in this place, just this wrestling in the hall, man. It's, it's a great time to be a wrestler, and not only that, a wrestling fan. Oh, yes, it is. Perfect time. Oh, yeah. Perfect time. There's, there's room for everybody. There's food for everybody to eat, you know. See, and I love that because it's I've never I've they've never been in the business. I've never read. This is the closest I've ever got, but <clears throat> that's what I've always heard. It's when it's big, busy like this, everybody can eat. There ain't just one family eating. Everybody and, can eat. And competition you know? makes everybody better. Yes, and I love that because when you're the king and on top, and everybody's just gone, yep. there's nothing to strive you to be mm -hmm. better. You know, and I, I love For that sure. there's competition now. For sure. And it's oh, just yeah. going to keep growing. You know? <coughs> and I love that the Rastin's coming back to Mineral Wells because we had it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then it just... MWPW, and I actually got a chance to wrestle there. But I'm happy it's back as well. I love everything Devin is doing. You know, he do Mineral Wells. He do Alvarado, you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Granberry. So, shout out to Devin Storm. Big yeah, because I have him. noticed that, that... Because when I first started watching, when they came to Mineral Wells, and then more I got into it and started keeping up with the Facebook page more, 
I noticed they're Cleveland, Granbury, mm -hmm. Alvarado, and that's that's awesome. And they almost in a league of their own with doing that right there. Yeah, and see, that's awesome. And I, I think it'd be cool when it gets bigger. I can be like, man, I was watching them when they was small, man. It's going to continue to grow. <laughs> it is because I like how it's going and the wrestlers coming in. It, it's all good. And it seems like a real good kind of ornated family mm -hmm. and stuff because I'm real shy. Yes. It's and Jason's like, man, just go in there and do some interviews. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not a wrestler. You're doing nothing. great, man. You are, man. You are. I can tell you have passion. Yeah. We have passion. When passion meets, man, you it's, it's magic, just awesome. You know, I could so. talk about wrestling. I think the first interview I did, me and Jason, we was up here till midnight still talking about wrestling. Mm -hmm. It was like we got to quit. <laughs> it's always cool, you know, when oh, wrestling gosh, fans yeah. come together. I'm a wrestling fan, humongous, you know. Oh yeah. Obviously, he is too. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, y'all got anything like any. Uh, big bookings coming up or anything y'all got coming up? I'll be at Lucha Patel next Saturday. Same. I'll be tag team in with Chip. Chip okay. Manor. Um, make it double at uh, Lola's in Fort Worth. Um, so that's next week, but yes, it's great. And we plan to come back, get the APW titles, you know, Absolutely. and um, just look out for it. Man. Heck yeah, we all watch out for these guys. They're horsepower and they are awesome, man. I will you. tell you, they are good. It's nice having respect. you guys on here, man. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now, don't forget, you can check out mine and Jackson's. Uh, it's really his show. We talk about wrestling and go over stuff. Uh, we do have interviews on there. It's uh, Jackson uh, Wrestling 101 with Jackson's. Check it out. It's on Spotify. And I can't remember the other ones, but I know he's on Spotify for sure. So check that out, guys. But hey, this has been Uncle Boo. This is the part of the show where I just bitch and moan and get pissed and be like, God damn it, fucking kids. No, I just, I don't know. I just got to where I get, I'm just tired of bitching about how shit is. It's just the way it is. I mean... People are going to be sheep and do what they want to do. Hey, hey, hey. But, you know, you do have a mind, guys. Wherever you uh, live, you have a mind. Whether it's America, Russia, Australia, you have a mind. You have a voice. Fucking use it. Don't let them fucking shut you up. Don't believe the propaganda bullshit. Yeah, it's just funny. There's still so much funny shit that happens with old Biden. Now he crafts his pants when he meets people and avoids questions about why the economy is the way it is, you know. And he just is like, well, would you want it how it was around this time last year? Well, yeah, because, like, gas was really cheap and everything was lower. But what scares me is about when this bubble pops and the economy goes to fucking shit. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. I don't understand it, but hey, it is what it is. We just got to love one another and come together and say, fuck the man in Washington. Whether who's in office. But hey, I ain't here to say tear down the fucking place. We just need to step back, regroup, and think. Uh, but hey, hey, hey. But I hope you guys enjoy the show. I'm going to get on out of here. It's late. I'm tired. I still got a lot of editing to do and put this on and get it ready for Friday for you sons of guns. But this has been Uncle Boo for Borderline Texas Trash. The most recognizable voice and podcast in the day, baby. I'm here to tell you. I'm funky like a monkey and I don't eat green fried beans, baby. But 
I do like pokes and beans. But, hey, hey. Man, I need to quit saying but. But, 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 but. <coughs> but, hey. They see they're all fucking getting sanded. All right, but you guys be good, be real. Check out everything we do. Go check out our other pod- other podcast, and we will see you cool cats later, man. Bye. This has been a Booth Podcasting production. Check you later. <laughs>